This is episode 197. Get off my back. I went to college. I still didn't think of it. I, I, I really, so that was take two. I really prefer that delivery, everybody. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're going to keep that. We're going to keep it. Uh, it's the tone control. Bing. Bing. Yeah, all right. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. I feel like it's been a while since I did that one. Right? I don't remember it. So yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> that, that's that's good. That's good. Welcome one and all to the tone control. I was about to tell you what episode number that is, but that's going to sound pretty stupid if I say that right now, <laughs> right after I will having had had just said it. Yes. Oh, wow. He's got a picture of a bell. Ding. <laughs> ah. <sighs> Everybody's well, here. We have a full house in the chat. It's yep. great. Everybody's coming in hot, and I like it. Everybody's uh, everybody's here. It's great. And what else? So I, I just I realized something just while the now? intro music was playing. Yeah. Oh. Um, you always have a great, like, here's what's been going on kind of thing for... Me yeah. and the listener, because, you know, it's just like, here's what's up. Here's here's what's been going on the last couple of weeks. I never think of that before right now. And, oh, I don't think of it ahead of time either. But like, but the thing is, now I'm sitting here like, oh my God, I got to, what, what's <laughs> been going on? I can't think of anything still. So. You opened your window. But the, well, yes, that I opened my window in the last two weeks, considering I did it one minute ago. <laughs> yes. Seconds before we began. <laughs> that qualifies uh, as within the last two weeks. I didn't mean to be rude or condescending to you. Yep, you open my window. window. Um, but yeah, that's I all. Hate, I'm, just, I, on I'm, that I'm note, feeling I, the pressure that like Justin's always I got see. something to say and like he's got like things going on and I'm just here like, yeah, I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> I I remembered to turn on um, the the AC. Like I remembered to to tell my nest to trigger, please blow on me. Last time we recorded an episode, it was swelteringly hot the whole time. And here's the thing. I'm, I'm using an app on my phone as my camera mm-hmm. for this whole setup. And so I can't go into nest and tell it to do uh-huh. anything. Yes. There's like nothing. I was, so I was stuck the whole time. I was like, I have no powers. I can't leave. Um, so no... I'm feeling much better in that regard. It's nice and cool in here. I love Good. it. Good. Yeah. So all our windows are open. Oh and, yeah. Um, Except the ones you, that aren't in the studio because there aren't windows in there. <laughs> well, there actually. So this is a window. Um, oh there's a, right. There's okay. that, there, that purple tile. That that's a that's an acoustic tile, but that's just sitting there on the sill. Um, if I want to open the window, I can pull that shade up and stuff. But I don't mm. open it very much in the summer because it gets a lot of direct sun in the day. Um, and in the winter, that's super helpful. Um, so I do throw that shade up. So do you want me to do now? I feel weird because I could launch into a whole thing. What's been going on this week? You better I, fucking no, I believe thought, what's <laughs> I thought of something. So Okay. Here we go. Okay. I'm ready. You you can go. I feel like you, you tend to go. All right, so. here's what's going on. Almost COVID, but not quite. That's what's going on. So on um the end of last week, uh and and s- s- 
parents parents talk like we're friends with some of the other parents and parents talk but because of HEPA we're not supposed to know but like oh. when a kid in class okay. has covid we know who we figure out who it is right or right. we or they just tell us you know what i mean but the school is like super not cool with that and it probably because like even if the parents are talking amongst themselves it's like they really have to try to shut it down at all costs. For some reason, it's like they, they can't just say, well, whatever happens if people talk offside, you know what I mean? They have to. So, yeah, I was going to say they're, they're even not cool with we're just telling you as friends kind of thing. It's I've definitely gotten that impression. It's definitely like hmm. when we're discussing like what we are going to say to the school nurse or to the, you know, to the teacher and stuff, we have to, we're timing it. We're like in text message threads with the other parents and we're timing mm. it. Well, don't tell them yet because then they'll know I told you. Uh, well, I have okay. to, you have to wait till I give them this information, then you can say this. And so anyway, um, one of the first graders was COVID positive and we knew ahead of time sort of because Mariel is faculty, um, but then one of the another kid, uh, well, her her mom got symptoms and mm-hmm. got tested. Her mom was positive. This is this is a kid who my daughter plays with all the time. They're like mm-hmm. best friends, and she goes, she's positive too. So we're like, this is it. This is the zone where you, my kid, has definitely been playing with a kid who and was like COVID you don't positive. have to you don't have to do the tracing because you just know. Yeah, I mean, and the basically, the, right? Like you just right. Yeah. It's like I, I know the school didn't tell us anything hmm. because Don't until certain, it's like we we kind of think they're erring on the wrong side at a certain point. They're they're pretty committed to everything is off campus transmission, hmm. but that's hogwash. Um, but anyway, but we weren't supposed to know certain things, so we couldn't say certain things at certain times. Um, this girl definitely got it from the kid who was out of school because he was already positive. Mm-hmm. Um, then, so then she's not at school on Friday. We know why, cause we're talking to people. So Ari comes home and, um, we, we managed to get her a test right away through the children's hospital lab. Cause once again, cause we know people, cause my wife has taught both children of the guy who is the president of the pediatric society in this part of the country and is actually like, he's actually the the consultant on staff for the mayor through the whole COVID thing, as far as like policies for schools and everything. And we're, awesome. we're literally like texting him and he's like, I'll put it in order for you with, for a test. And you Great. can just, you know, love it. So, yes. so we get her sorted and we found a place. It's super hard to find a test here because everything's calmed down, even though, guess what? Oh. Levels are as bad as they've ever been. Worse in a lot of places. But anyway, everything's calm. So, But if we go right over the river in Kentucky, there's this place where you can do a drive-up, and they will have you mm. your results by midnight or sooner, same day. Great. So they run uh, 8 a.m. to 1 or something like that. And then they take them home, back to their lab, process them, and put them all up on emails. Basically, that's Perfect. what they're doing yeah. every okay. single day. But awesome. it was too late in that day, so we got them Saturday morning. So by the by, Sunday rolls around, we know everybody's negative. All right, you know, it screwed up some of our plans because we were like, we had to play it safe with, with people over the weekend, but whatever. And then yeah. on Tuesday, so we're all negative. So then Tuesday, Aria wakes up and she says, my nose is stuffy. 
Nothing else is bothering me. My nose is stuffy. And we're like, well, shit. <laughs> so there's my day. So Marielle goes to work because that's the policy. Like none of us have symptoms. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I guess Arya sort of has a symptom. But she's, it's gone by the time we're in the car driving to go get her to another test. Right? But I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Because I have clients, I have a client coming to record a podcast Wednesday, so we all have to get tested again. <laughs> uh, so we all get okay. tested again, and we're all still negative, although we were able to get her through the hospital a strep test as well. There's other shit. Going. So basically, we're all just endlessly COVID negative, even though all this stuff keeps happening. We just keep getting shit stuck up our noses, which I'm, well, I'm not complaining about. I'm going to test myself every damn time, and I'm not going to complain about yeah. it, but it's just over and over and over again. So that's that's what's going on. We're all happy and healthy and everything. Just damn, you know? Yeah. it's. I have this thing, and it happened just now when you were telling the story. Um, oh, Eric in the chat says, getting regular sick is the biggest annoyance right now. I just yeah. thought of, I have been thinking that for a while, and like to to get normal sick during this is awful. Because one, not one, not only do you maybe not know, but then everyone just assumes that you're spreading horrible things. So anyway, yeah. Uh, anyway, this thing just happened to me again while you were talking about it. Um, I have these moments where I just sort of it, out of body experience is not the right term, but it's kind of close to that where I just have this like <laughs> elevated, like, oh my god, we're still doing this. Uh huh. Yeah. Kind of moment. Yeah. And, and yeah, I get that. It's just a little, it's not a panic attack or anything. It's just this little like, uh-oh, <laughs> like a moment, yeah, a moment of clarity, according yeah. to chat. Yes. It's that like, oh my God, still. Wow. It's a, and and right. it's, it's a, a little, little frame alarming. shift. It's a little reference yeah. shift, right? It's just a little yeah. zoom out and you're like, whoa, this is still yeah. going on. And then I come right back in and it's okay. It goes away. But um, those moments come and go a lot. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's like, God, like, here we are still. And so anyway, it's, it says a lot, you know, because like I said, like these kids play at recess, they're actually not in the same classroom, but they play at recess, you know, two or three times Mm -hmm. a day in very close proximity. Kids that age can't be vaccinated. And so Mm -hmm. this is, I mean, that's the thing, like this person, these, they were positive and they're that close and they still didn't get it. Cause at the end of the day, like that's, that's the other thing. It's like humans are so bad at preventing transmission to each other (laughs) that like that's how hard it is to transmit kids can literally play together for like an entire day and one of them maybe doesn't even get the virus Mm -hmm. and yet we're still spreading it all around so anyway so (sighs) yes so i'm glad you're all negative Um, yeah yeah we're so we're fine it's 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 and it's like that whole thing of like am i i heard this thing early on in the pandemic, it's something related to a, a school system. Somebody, somebody asked, this is pre-lockdown. And so somebody asked like, well, don't you think you're overreacting? Yeah. And the response was, we don't know, but we will know if we underreact. Yeah. And I think that's, I think about that almost every day and yeah, it's maybe yeah. overreacting, maybe not, but it is the responsible thing to do. Go get tested all yeah. the time. If, if you're in this situation and you have to get tested, then just do it. It's luckily now we have the technology. So like, yeah, I'm glad this place exists and it's it's yeah. nearby enough. You know, I can know within essentially within 24 hours of any moment mm-hmm. when I'm gonna when I need to know, and and it's an actual PCR test. It's not oh good, you know, because the take home the take home rapid test is it doesn't 
essentially doesn't can be thought of as not working if you don't have symptoms. Yeah. Um, and so that doesn't like if I had symptoms, I'd be staying, you know, staying home. And mm-hmm. that's the other thing is like regular sick. You mentioned regular sick. If I was regular sick, I still probably shouldn't have clients at the studio, oh, yeah. you know, because now I'm going to spread the regular sick. So that's the thing. Like, I feel like there's, I have the, I have the training and the wherewithal now to like effectively not spread things to other people, mm-hmm. even if they aren't dangerous. <laughs> and before it's like, <laughs> yeah. you would just, you go to work and, oh man, I got some kind of bug, but I got to muscle through. Cause we got, no, like now, like can't, now we're practiced enough that we should be able to say, Hey, listen, like forever now, let's just not come to work if you're sick and we just won't have that pressure. You know, I want that to be a positive thing moving forward for the rest of our lives. Yes. You know, you know. Yeah. Along with awareness of when you most recently washed your hands, you know, very thoroughly kind of thing, not just like a little splish splash after going to the bathroom. Like it's properly, (laughs) you know, I'm I'm very aware Mm -hmm. of my hand washing routine now. So anyway, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, (sighs) here we are. Still podcasting. Here we are. So, um, <laughs> what's new with you besides that uh, that uh, window open? Uh, my window's open. That's pretty rad. I'm excited about yep. that. It's a cool, it's cool. night. It's it's yep. great. So, um, I'm going to kind of roll into my first bullet point. I'm just going to borrow this bullet into my my what's what's been going on thing. Oh, oh wait, I made a sound for you then. But so, oh, well, oh, no, but, but, no, okay, okay, okay. I got two Whoa. things. I guess let me I'll, okay. let me reorder Frick. them. So I'll I'll just right. say this. We got. I sent you guys a picture of this a few days ago. We got. Uh, un- I sent you guys a picture of this, not knowing that you were in the midst of a COVID uh, exposure freakout. So apologies, <laughs> but um, we got this IKEA cabinet. That's a metal mm-hmm. and glass cabinet. Oh, I like remember a, this. Yeah, it's like a, a French door style cabinet thing, and we're converting it into an indoor greenhouse. Can I show this? Hold on. If you have it, uh, yeah. It's it's um the cabinet was like a whole thing. Um, it they're very hard to find now because everybody's lockdown project is to make an indoor greenhouse. It turned out to be way larger <laughs> than I expected, but I'm over that. It's really cool. Um, we've got some things in the mail coming for it. Um, fountains and and humidity controlling things and such. I got to get some weather stripping, but it's cool. You get this like, this cabinet from IKEA and you um, modify it a little bit. IKEA stuff is super easy to modify, which I I like. And we've put in some grow lights, and I've got a fan running in there because uh, still air is the death of house plants. So oh. we've got a, a cool power strip where half the outlets are timed and the other half are not. So we can plug in some uh, stuff to be on a schedule, and other things can just always run like like a fan or a fountain or there something. We like that. There we go. Yeah. Look, I figured so it out. So there it is, empty. Um, that's. Uh, yeah, that, that was after I drilled a hole in the bottom with a two-inch hole saw through two plates of metal. It was a very, <laughs> awesome. in, it was intense. It was super loud. I had to get the like my lawn mowing earmuffs out. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> it was so loud, but um, yeah, it was cool. It's um, it's going well. Stuff is definitely growing in there. So we've got the greenhouse awesome. happening, and once we get it sealed up and get some flowing water inside of it, the humidity will go up as well. So that's nice and, mm-hmm. and great for like, we're going to get some tropical plants and stuff. So it's very cool. It's um it's been a fun project and it's kind of an ongoing thing. So that's been going on mostly the last couple of weeks. We've been putting this thing together, like trying to figure out where in the house to put it and like, what do we want oh, okay. in it and, and how to arrange it and all that kind of stuff. Cause there's some shelves and you got to, where do you want the shelves? And that affects the lights. And so, right. There's yeah. some fine tuning over time. Yeah. So we're going to get a few extra things. Uh, we're going to like, you know, get some cool tropical plants to like christen the thing. But uh, yeah, it's fun. 
Sweet. Fun project. Sweet, sweet. Good job. So, um, let's, everybody in oh, the chat is mentioning that uh, because I said the word "grow lights," it means that I'm growing pot. That is not true. <laughs> that is that not is true not, at all. It's not a fact. Nope. Uh, it turns out uh, almost everything that's alive grows. Right. So. It turns out things that uh, that need light to grow use grow lights. Maybe sometimes sun. it's the, the sun. sun's a grow light. Sun's it's just a grow, a grow light. light. It's a fancy grow light. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's tuck into some of this. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wish list today. All right. So quick reminders, episode 200 is coming up. So we're in 197 today. That means episode 200 is going to be recorded on October t- calendar in front of you, 28th. October 28th is when episode 200 will be recorded, where we will record directly in the main voice channel so anybody can join in, regardless Mm -hmm. of Patreon status. And um, for patrons or people who are thinking of becoming patrons, uh, get that in there because we have some goodies that we are going to be sending out in celebration of episode 200 to all our patrons. So if you've been on the fence Go ahead and get on that roster in the next uh, four weeks. Next few weeks, yeah. Five weeks, four Um, weeks. Also, I have updated Patreon, so when you pledge, it is going to ask you for your shipping address. That is so we can send you the goodies. Um, I did not set that up when we initially built our Patreon setup. So people who have not either already added their uh, mailing address to their pledge, this is not your billing address and stuff for Patreon. This is your mailing address for your pledge amount. It's a different thing in Patreon. Um, if you have not done that yeah, already, please do it. they don't share the other one with us, right? They don't. don't. We they don't would. see the billing information at all. Yeah. Um, and even then, the pledge information uh, is only to us, of course. So we're just using it to send you guys a care package. Um, if you have sent us your address by some other means, you're good. We have it. So don't worry about that. Um, but there's still a handful of people in Patreon that have not included their address. And if you don't, I'm going to chase you down, unfortunately. So... Like, I don't want to do that. He's, but he's coming for you. I'm going to get you. And then on episode 201, you're going to have to hear about how difficult it was to chase you down. Yeah, it's, it's like going to be hour. rough. It's right. going to be terrible. I'm going to complain. Like, that. I'm going to say, guys, remember when I told you to add your address to Patreon <laughs> for 10 fucking weeks? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, send us your addresses. If you don't want to put it in Patreon, that's fine. You can email it to us. You can throw it in some DMs and Discord or literally anywhere else. So, um yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Appreciate it. Next thing. This one's long. This will be old, right? I think so. I don't remember this at all. I really don't either. Um, Sean did not like that one. Uh, That was the Deep Space Devices Gollum. What? It's in our folder. We had to make it. There's only one explanation for an audio file being in that folder, and that's that we made it. So I think you did that. I don't know. It could have been. It's funny. The first hit is Pedal Genie. (laughs) Let's see if I remember what this thing looks like. Forged out of clay and christened, christened... in the oh, core of Earth. I remember reading the description of this. <laughs> I made a big a, deal out of this. It's yeah. got a knob that says rage, so okay. Okay, all right. Anyway, first item on the <laughs> list, 
Derek went to see a concert. Yeah. Um, we were talking about in the last episode, the the whole like vaccine requirements for venues and stuff. And yeah. I was saying, oh, I'm going to see Ariel Posen and they're not currently requiring vaccination status. And I was kind of on the fence. Literally but two they, days they later, I get it. about that at the time though. Yeah. Yeah. So literally a couple days later on Saturday, they email update vaccination status is required. So proof of vaccination or a negative test will be required for entry to the building. And I was like, oh yes, thank God. <laughs> I was like, it. so, <laughs> oh, I'm so going. I was so relieved. Yeah. It was such a load off. Um, my buddy Nick came with me and it was Awesome. Nick's, he's not in the chat tonight, but he is a Patreon supporter. Hi, Nick. Uh, Hi, Nick. He, we, Nick and I went to college uh, together, so we're, we go back. And it was on top that of that. That pause like, was hilarious. Nick and I went to college. <laughs> you're, like, you're just bragging for a second. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we, we know. Nick and I went to college. Full I went stop. to college. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, everybody. Get off my back. I went to college. Christ. I'm ready to get down. I wrote it down. Don't, don't worry. Okay. You're good. <laughs> so, anyway, right. um, the show was awesome. And we both wore masks for the night. Just why not? Right? It was you, not a huge you, yeah. deal. Um, place was awesome though. It, it was, it was a restaurant that kind of converts into a concert venue at night. They, they do two sets. They do like a, a six to 8 PM set and they do a 10 to midnight set. So oh, nice. once the, once the restaurant's like closed, closed, there's like a concert properly. Um, and I know that because we ran into Patreon supporter, uh, Matthew Fenslaw. There. So okay, so I, I I had decoded that from what was going on in Discord, yeah. and I wasn't quite sure. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. He came over, introduced himself, and and we said, hey, and the show was amazing. Um, Ariel is just a monstrous player. He played guitar in the Brothers Landreth. If you're not familiar with him, uh, it's it's akin to that type of music. He's got a new record that came out this year. Um, he's got a couple solo records out now, and they're just they totally slay. So he was up there with a trio. Just him, uh, guitar and vocals, and then a bassist and a drummer, which sounds like a cool little, uh, like a club kit. And Mm -hmm. they just tore it up. It was so good. The stage had, um, it it was like a semicircle type stage, and they had like a plexiglass, kind of like, it looked like a fishbowl, honestly. And we got there, and I was like, this this might be weird. I hope this isn't going to sort of put an asterisk on the whole night. Like a shield between the band and the audience? Exactly. Ah, Okay. And they got up there and they were like, oh, look at this. Like, oh, it's kind of okay. And they started playing and it was not an issue. Like it was immediately it was fine. gone. Huh. Yeah. The, the place sounded awesome. Um, they were really accommodating do you, do you think for it was that a, barrier. Acoustical? Like, like, um, no, they told thinking, us it was, it was new for the pandemic. So yeah, it, it was a well, thing. Cause I'm for, thinking of those drum shield things that I've seen where it's clear cause the audience has to see through it, but really it's to try to keep the stage volume of the drums down. No, it wasn't that. It was, um, it, it was like multi- like multiple three panels. Of those. No, no, it was multiple panels hanging from a, a structure wow. above the stage, <laughs> um, just sort of segmented. So they were they were kind of like swinging and as you know, air was moving around and stuff. But um, hmm. it was it was really really cool. Um, actually, I'm going to post a picture uh, in the chat and let's see if I can find it and talk at the same time. Um, <laughs> it was it was a total blast. Here we go. We'll send this one. Is that going? There we go. 
Seems to be. Seems to and be. And I was like right up front, which was great. There's nobody in front of me and Nick, and it was a lot of fun. Just a lot, a lot of fun. And what's cool is like Ariel is a is a slide player. He plays in uh open C tuning. Crazy low. Okay. Really low. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. Like and that's that's what the brothers Landreth did and stuff, and it was really cool. Um so he plays slide and, and this guitar he's holding in this photo is uh hollow steel body and a wood hollow neck. steel body yeah so the body is steel and it is hollow it's not solid steel <laughs> that'd be insane but um they're from mule uh it's called a mule caster mule resonator guitars makes those awesome shit it looks like it looks like a strat in this picture it looks like a strat yeah like what it looks like it's, there's it, even it looks like, like a paint worn off on the edge <laughs> yeah it looks like a strat um they're crazy cool guitars huh so he's got a couple of those. And then he was playing a jazz master for the other part of the set. Slide on a jazz master in open C is enough to melt <laughs> your brain. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fantastic. But uh, it, it was really cool. Awesome tone. He was playing this cool two rock combo, had a little pedal board with some like um, with some Chase Bliss stuff on it. I think I saw um, a Jan Ray maybe and had like a Morningstar MX-6 uh, MIDI controller that was tweaking everything. So he just had this little thing oh. doing presets and it was manipulating all the pedals and, and doing cool shit. So wow. it was um, it was really, really cool. Sean's, Sean's firing on all six chambers. Right, yeah. Uh, Eric's <laughs> asking, was the whole room just guitar players? And it felt <laughs> like it because like he, he gets up there and he's like, so who here is a musician? And everyone's like, ha! <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, what's cool is is he was he got some merch at the table. He's selling records, selling shirts and hoodies, and he's selling his slides. He's got a custom slide model from Rock Slides. Oh, okay, he had them up for sale. Super cool. Couldn't nice. try them on, so I didn't buy one. I didn't want to spend thirty bucks on a slide that might not fit. So, but yeah, really cool. Oh yeah. Everybody they could have sanitized it. Come on. Everybody, in fact, was leaning over the stage trying to look at the board. Uh, that's just what you do. <laughs> yeah yeah it was a great well set. there was shields so it's fine you know you can mm-hmm. lean in and know that everyone's safe because of plastic yeah and, and sean's saying that's the <laughs> new thing like selling custom gear selling guitar gear at the merch stand and if ariel sure. had one of his custom guitar pedals for sale that night i probably would have bought it just to yeah. make the whole experience this is my first concert in like two years and it's a guy that i've been wanting to see for a really long time Mm-hmm. He doesn't tour the U.S. that often. He's from Canada, uh, and so I was like, uh, "If there's yeah. if there's a um, what's the preamp that he has that that uh, I can't remember the name, but if if one of those things was on the table, Eric's typing. Mm-hmm. I know he's mm-hmm. going to come in with the with the title <laughs> for gonna, me in a second. <laughs> the name, you know, it, it, um, merch has always been a, a big thing for for the music. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the answer oh I was God. hoping for, Eric. Oh my God, would you shut up? Um, uh, okay, well, now I feel like I should talk about it more, but the, I, I feel like that's always been a big thing, right? Is, you know, especially bands at the, the low to mid level, right? It's you're, you're making money selling your goods yeah. while you're on tour. And because the, the ticket sales are not really what's keeping you going, kind of thing. Right. It um, cost me 12 so, bucks to go see this show. Yeah. So That's like, a really good deal. It was <laughs> awesome. The amount of it entertainment so awesome. you clearly derived from it. Oh, it was a blast, so. yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was the deal. It was great. The vaccine's required. Not a problem. Brought my card in. They're like, can we see your paper? And I was like, you sure can, buddy. 
<laughs> oh, uh, uh, the wife brought ours into school and laminated them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, as soon as I got home, I was like, awesome. And then I thought, well, shoot, wait, I'm going to need a third shot at some point here. Mm-hmm. Then what's going to happen? Just you put know? a sticker over it. Yeah, apparently. Mm. Anyway. So, shall we? So, um, maybe maybe we just shall. Okay, so next thing, let's listen to something. <laughs> when did Bowling when? for Soup do a demo? <laughs> uh, um, I'm pretty sure that's the Strymon Deco. That is the Strymon Deco. Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. All right. That's a, that's a sleeper pedal. That thing absolutely rips. There's a thing kind of like it in Helix, and it is uh-huh. a secret weapon. It is uh-huh. so good. Um, if so, you, you mentioned you were doing some Helix work recently. If you need a little something cool, throw in the reel-to-reel effect. Uh-huh. And start messing around with that. The saturation, it's a tape saturation effect. Okay. And you can add yeah, like, that's what I thought. like inches of tape per second is a variable and how much wow and flutter it has. Right, whether it's it's like 30 or, or 15. I think it does seven, seven and seven and a half. Seven and a half. Um, 15, 15 and 30. Yeah. And it's just this great extra push on everything. It's really good. Nice, nice. All right. What the heck is going on at Copper Sound? It's the homies at Copper Sound. Um, they posted on Instagram like, "Hey, uh, cool thing coming into our uh, into your inbox if you're a newsletter subscriber tomorrow morning." I was like, "Oh my god, I don't think I'm a newsletter subscriber because I just get my information directly from Alex." But I signed up for their <laughs> newsletter, <laughs> and this came in. So uh, they got a, a bunch of cool utility things, and I'm so happy to see this because they are just like absolutely up to their eyeballs in triple graph production. I'm always mm-hmm. excited to see that they're they're doing the the, the other stuff. So right, right. other stuffs um, are making it off the line. So ABY yeah. active channel splitter. Yeah, an active ABY box for ninety nine bucks. It turns one input into two separate outputs. So you could put this at the beginning of your chain, and then like run into like different types of pedals or something. Or you could put it at the end of your board and run into two different amps. You could go into mm-hmm. stereo really easily, or no you can flip loss. it around. What's that? No signal loss, right? Because if you do right. this, if you do this passively, and you know A B is fine, but the Y uh, screws up your impedance completely. Don't do right. it. So it's bad. So this has the, the you can flip it around too. So you can do uh, one two inputs into one output if you wanted. So you can f- run it the other <laughs> oh, direction. No kidding. Yeah, and so you, <laughs> which means you could do stuff like multiple instruments. You just leave two guitars plugged in, and you don't have to worry about un unplugging and running it through the strap and stuff like that. Um, really clever. And you can even just wow. leave the other one disconnected and use it as a mute for whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just switch right? to the one that isn't connected. Right. Yeah. And like, I guess a tuner pedal would kind of do the same thing, but you could do some other pedal signal routing that would allow for some yeah. cool stuff. I think that's really interesting that that he made this so that it's a mixer the other way. Yeah. <laughs> that's clever, that's right? outstanding. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there's also a passive version for 55 bucks. It's the same as the one as the uh, the active one, but it doesn't have the buffers. So the active one has a buffer to uh, to run that signal chain and stuff, and to just even everything out. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the dual tap is also back in stock, 49 bucks. It's a tap tempo switch with two outputs, basically. It allows you to sync up multiple pedals that have tap tempo inputs. Very right. cool. Um, them, in, feed them the same tap. and then Exactly. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about like, oh, my, my tremolo repeats and my delay repeats are not quite, yeah, yeah. you know. Try to hit them both with one foot. <laughs> right. Uh, it's got internal dip switches for normally closed and normally open, meaning it can work with basically everything. So a, a yeah. lot of different manufacturers are expecting a, maybe a different type of tap input, mm-hmm. um, whereas like... Is it listening for the close or the open or something like that? So, same, it's, um, yeah, yeah, same thing going on on on. Um, uh, I have no idea what I was just talking about. Sorry, okay. I was looking at these things. Yeah, never mind. And then lastly, they're also making a buffer just straight up for sixty nine bucks. Helps with long cable runs. We've talked about buffers a bunch. Yeah. This is a good one. It has a 9-volt courtesy power output, which is great. So it doesn't cannibalize um, <laughs> okay. one of your pedal power things. Yeah, uh, this, as long you know? as your pedal power has enough current for to sure. run a single JFET, then yes, <laughs> which is it does. It spoiler alert, yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's also some flashlights, some telegraph stutters, uh, and some other ABY boxes available in oh, the small batches and one-offs. They'll do some cool finishes. They're doing some cool pedal relicking, which I'm really into. I think this is maybe the last run. We're closing in on the end of the Telegraph Stutter 1.0 here because of the introduction of the Triple Graph and the new Telegraph Switch design. Right, right. I think the these other ones, yeah, these are being phased design. out. So if you're thinking about getting a Telegraph Switch Stutter thing, now is the time. Okay. Unless you really want the new, I mean, or like, right. Unless you want the new one. I think these original V ones are pretty damn affordable. They're they're going at lower cost. I expect. Yeah. Yeah. And the, you can also get it with the, uh, it's like a polarity switch. So you can set it. So when you push it, it either mutes signal or passes signal. So you can invert what the switch does. Very cool. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. I haven't talked about copper sound in a little while. Wanted to, uh, Give everybody an update. I love the ABY thing. It's so rad. (laughs) (laughs) The chat is going crazy tonight. I love it. I can't keep up. Look at this. We're talking about wet, dry. There's a a gif of Danny DeVito. (laughs) Love it. Uh, Cool, man. Okay. All right. Um, Also, if you're not hip to Copper Sound or the Triple Graph, they're just straight up doing pre-orders now. So you can go get on that list. You don't have to, you know. You can get it in you. Yeah, you don't have to bend over backwards to like wait for a batch to be ready, and they're they're becoming much more widely available. And actually, Copper Sound is now carried at Chicago Music Exchange. Very nice, super slick, fantastic. All right, so the next thing we're gonna do is Pedal Genie. Am I right? Okay, I think I am. I think yeah, I, am I think right. you're right. Let's get to it. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want, for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping. 
so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month, shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. Holy hell, some good butt gifts tonight, everybody. Some solid some good, butt some business. Good stuff. Yep. Good stuff. We got the whole the whole crew here tonight. There's some real A plus content in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I um. Quick update on live streams, Pedal Genie uh, sponsored, so to speak, live streams. I there was a long time between streams. I think we went from episode one ninety one to one ninety seven. So the the mm-hmm. the one that's going to be in this episode, and uh, that's partly because I got busy with school and things like that. But also, I had like a major internet connectivity problem for quite a while that I didn't really get oh, into really? on the show. Yeah, Comcast, it's a whole fucking thing. So. <laughs> Comcast still exists and therefore I'll give you the quick version. They, um, they send me an email and they're like, Hey, you're, we we rent the modem from them, which I know we shouldn't do, but it's just like, okay. Okay. All right. So they, they send me this thing like, Hey, your thing has, is in need of an upgrade. We're going to send you one. And all you have to do is replace it, plug it, plug it in and send us the old one back and, you know, go to this website to activate. I was like, great. I can do that. No, no big deal. I do that. Those are all things I know how to do. Yeah. Perfect. Not a problem. And as shitty as Comcast is, the connectivity in this house has been very reliable until the hardware switch. So oh, no. things got real bad. And what happened was like, I was like, okay, and now I'm going to rename my Wi-Fi instead of like the crappy auto name that it generates and stuff like that. I'll do, yeah. do a few things of, of network maintenance. And what it did was it merged my 2.4 and 5 gigahertz bands into one Wi-Fi uh, network. And it was kind of like, it'll decide based on load which one to use and, and things like that. And, it, and all my mm-hmm. devices will just connect to, to whatever. So that ended up kind of not working out. And it was just constantly uh, in the single digit downloads. And it was tremendously bad. Just huh. absolutely awful. Wi-Fi only. And I learned through all of this that Comcast only guarantees wired connection speeds. So when you buy whatever internet plan... They're yeah. only guaranteeing you that for a wired connection. And their solution to some of this, the poor Wi-Fi speeds are, well, have you tried standing closer to the router? Right. And which my answer is, do you know why I have Wi-Fi? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember so, a, a long time ago kind of dealing with a little bit of issue with our at our old house and um, – Managing to to get actually to like one of the higher up people in tech support, but it's not Comcast. It was like a, it's the local mm-hmm. people here. They're uh, better ish, right? Um, and when talking to when I when I got to talk to somebody who was going to like be real with me about it, he was like, "Well, look, at the end of the day, like there's a lot of things like what your walls are made of that could mm-hmm. cause real problems with Wi-Fi that we can't help with and really have a sure. hard time diagnosing." So like, yeah. Some of that could be sort of Some legitimate. Some of it's true, but I'll say, yeah. you see it back here. The, the router has been here since I bought this house. I'm pretty damn close. This computer's wired in. Some other things are wired in. But like the only variable was Comcast's hardware. I didn't change locations. Yeah. I didn't move it to a different floor. I didn't put it in my attic. You know, 
I was like, what happened? So what I did was, long story short, I ended up separating the 2.4 and the 5 gigahertz bands, separate yeah. networks like they were previously, and it, everything's fine. Yeah. Um, and so now a, I've got a, a bunch of... That's a tricky thing to do, right? Yeah. yeah, I got a bunch of smart home connected stuff that I have on one network, and then my interfacing devices like phones and tablets and computers... There you go. ...on the faster ones, because I use them. So it's... It was so aggravating. And and then adding things to the network, taking them off the network, it was just it was like two weeks of disaster. So <laughs> anyway, all that being said, now th- that's all fixed. There is uh, a new live stream demo of the Walrus Audio Bellwether Analog Delay up on our YouTube channel. You can go check that out. And Do uh, you yeah. have a picture of the Bellwether? Because yeah. let me show you what this is this is what Walrus's website oh, no. looks like. Yeah, they don't make it anymore. Um, yeah, so literally. Oh, crud. <laughs> oh, crud. I, I deleted it. One moment. Isn't it in Discord somewhere? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Recently deleted. Here we go. Recover. Recover. Okay. 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 Or join me on this journey of photo recovery, everybody. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll play. I can play the demo as well. Yeah. All right, so the bellwether, which was demoed on a live stream, is this. Wow, thought it was. Hmm. That's not what I recorded. Um. Hmm. What's going on? Why can't, why can't I hear it? It's it's playing. Hmm. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> we were doing so well, you know. I yeah, I'm so confused um, by this. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> maybe I can't play. I I did this mix down just like before we started the show. <laughs> uh, gosh, I'm so confused. Pedal demos, bellwether. Uh, All right, that works. Let's let's try one more time. <laughs> Sean is I, saying, like, "Have you ever done well?" Doug comes in with the bar was so low, you guys. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a burn! Wow i I can't explain why this sound won't make any sound. Yeah. Well, throw it in post. Fix it in post, as they say. I think something's wrong with my sound player. I think that's the issue. Hmm. Oh my god, you guys! Did you try to play it? Did you try to play? I'd already turned off the sound player because I turned on my guitar. Oh, Justin! This is the bellwether here. It's very quiet. Oh, I know. Oh, frick. Oh my god. It's very quiet. <laughs> it's very quiet. The stupid What a night. How's everybody what in the chat night. going? There.
fun. Um, th- that little pitch bendy stuff at the end was so you can do that thing with delays where you turn the time knob and it gets all swoopy and weird. This yeah. that effect was achieved by turning the subdivision knob because the subdivisions are on a knob and not a switch. So I was able to just like turn it and like it's it's not ramping between the subdivisions. It's just like a pie slice on the knob range and it will go from quarter note to quarter flip. note triplet or whatever and it yeah. just jumps right to it. So it was, it was kind of a cool thing. Neat. Yeah. Neat, neat, neat. Okay. Um, Brad, I so anyway, all this is also just nonsense. Say, <laughs> I don't have a pedal this week because it took me forever to do the bellwether and then send it back. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I do have a pedal. Yeah, you and do. And I freaking I do, you guys. Um, okay. What's buzzing? Uh, guitar. Guitar buzzing. You hear like some something's buzzing kind of weird. It's just it's just amp hiss. It's just Is it? Yeah, it's just it's a plexi, man. Oh, okay. Now th- th- this is a different kind of buzz. It sounds like an open an open quarter inch cable or something. Yeah, it does. It sounds like it's possible that the grounding in the bridge Uh-oh. Is out in my guitar. Uh oh. Because when I touch the control knob, it's it's going away. Anyway. Anyway, that's fine. It's Shall fine. We? Too bad. Um, yeah. What's uh, let me? I got one more panel I need to change because I need to cut over to uh, this. Uh huh. The JHS Bonsai. Yeah. So. I remember talking about this when it came out. <laughs> they're excited about that. Keely. No, not Keely. Uh, yeah, um, maybe the best use of JHS's whole oeuvre whole, whole shit. that they've ever done. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, Sean's mentioning Keeley because there is a Keeley modded version uh, 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 sound on this pedal, the little K right. on the yes. rotary. That's so, true. So, so essentially we've got all the tube screamers, or like nine of the tube screamers or something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's an OD1... Uh, the 808, the TS9, MSL, MSL, or L series from 85, the TS10, uh, made famous by John Mayer, the OD1 from 89, the TS7, the Keeley Mod XR. Plus, and then the uh, XR OD1, yep, yep. Uh, and the JHS Strong Mod. So, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, I don't know. I've never, I was just plugging this in right now. So, anyway, that's. Uh, that's counting for a clean tone today. I okay. figure that's appropriate for, you sure? for a two. <laughs> no, wait, don't say it. Oh my lord. Uh, how, turns, out, it, turns out the sucker hums. So we're on OD1 right now. I just 12 o'clocked everything. Wow. What is happening? It sounds like something's kind of... Something's wrong, huh? Yeah. So let's talk about... You, you troubleshoot. I'll talk about what this pedal is. It's a tube screamer. It's a green overdrive, so obviously it's it's screaming some tubes. Yeah, it it is. And it sounds broken, doesn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Let me just... um, So the thing... Yeah, you want to just plug in direct? Yeah, I'm going to start taking some things out, so bear with me. I'm just plugging directly into... Yeah, it's the pedal. You get a little crackly knob or something, but that's 
Yeah. So the thing about the the bonsai is it's got all these tube screamers in it, and it's okay. Like fine. Okay. So tone, treble. Sorry, tone, volume, and drive. And then there's a rotary encoder for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different tube screamers over the years, which we just went through. So all the way from the uh, mid '70s up through the up through 2008 when JHS introduced their strong mod. So um, the thing is, I remember thinking this and, and talking about this when this pedal came out. Um, th- this thing is $229. And I felt at the time, and still do, like, why, why are we still making Tube Screamer clones? And also, <laughs> why do I need nine of them, right? And, and once you, that's the thing. Like, when you put this on your board, you're probably going to set it to, the, to one that you like and leave it there. You're not going to be... Are you really yeah. going to be changing tube screamer types throughout a set? I don't think so. Like practically, truly practically speaking, I don't think so. Right. Do, do you remember the comparisons to um, the Palisades? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think the Palisades is a more appropriate tweaker's delight. I agree. Whereas this is just sort of like, look what we can do a little bit. Um because yeah. if, or, or or do you just? I think I'm gonna. Re- I'm fairly certain I'm about to repeat myself from when this That's, came out. Yeah. And we were talking about it. But I it's just like, did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this this is a pedal genie pedal that no one should own. They should just rent from pedal genie mm-hmm. and then go buy the whichever of these knobs that they actually like. Um, and sure, like a TS10. My goodness. Well, I, I swapped cables. I figured out that the, one of my cables was definitely good direct into the amp. I swapped the other cable. Okay, I'm well, the same thing. So I think something's wrong with this unit. Yeah, just a just a coincidence, I guess. Um, that's not JHS's fault. These pedals get sent all over the country. They're bound to get banged up. So, like a TS10, hard to come by these days. And if you do find one, they're very expensive because of people like John Mayer. So if you do want a TS10 and and you can get a bonsai, then great. However, I, I just don't think you need all this. Um, and, and yeah, I'm kind of over tube screamers, I guess. And it's not that Should it I, sounds. Yeah. Should no, I keep do playing. anything keep, with this? Yeah, or? play it. Give it, a, give it a little strummy strum. Which mode are you in? Um, OD1. Let's do 808. This is a terrible demo. I, I honestly, I can't, I can hear yeah. the differences, but I have trouble imagining that any of it's going to come through because of that, how loud that hum is. That, that uh, AC hum that's in there is terrible. I don't know what's causing that, but my guitar is not doing it and I already swapped the cables. Yeah. Um, um, should let so I think something about that. Yeah, I will. So, well, that's the thing. Whatever you're able to hear in this case, because it is a little damaged, whatever, it still sounds like an awful lot like a tube screamer. I just don't think yeah. it's that that exciting, you know. Um, I mean, I I could tell that I only I only listened to two of them just now, and I could tell a fairly noticeable difference. Um, so I think fine. I just think like it's this is what you would demo in a shop, and then turn around and go, well, my Keely, the Keeley was my favorite, and then go buy that. Go Instead of buying this, yeah, it's more so like that, a right. It's a tool than it is a uh, a pedal on your board, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and 
Yeah, a noise gate wouldn't fix this. I think <laughs> Doug is saying someone needs a noise gate. I don't. I don't think that's the problem. <laughs> no, here. no, there's there's something wrong uh, with this pedal. I'm just yeah. I'm into a one spot with the. That's the only thing in this. It's the same setup I use for every pedal. That I don't think there's anything wrong with it. So yeah, and um, so like we're talking about the differences between nine pedals of the same uh, flavor, really. So this the differences are subtle. They're all going to have that tube screamer mid range thing. Wow. Yeah, I was just if if I was getting like a bad ground connection or something, but that's mm-hmm. that's not what it is. So interesting. Yeah, that sucks. Anyway, two twenty nine for like for nine tube screamers, sure, great deal. But come on, guys, you know I just there's so I, many I, other things out there. There's uh, the chat is saying like get the plumes from Earthquaker devices, ninety nine bucks tube screamer all day. Yep. Job no done. sweat. It's even got like diode clipping options. It's got um, yeah. it's got the thing where you can like momentarily turn it on. Where if you push and hold the switch, it'll it'll turn off it'll when you be let a go. Momentary mode. Yeah. yeah, some other cool stuff, and it's it's a hundred bucks. So I'm I disappointed mean, by this demo failing. Um, I don't know what to make of that. It's it's odd. It's brand new. I mean, the thing. Um, this doesn't even have a pedal genie sticker on it. Hmm. I just realized. Interesting. Well, I'm not here to bash on JHS. That's not what this is about. Um, but I, I remember thinking when this came out, it seemed like we were, this must have been peak tube screamer, right? Because there was the Duncan 805, there was the Palisades. Um, yeah. And the, I, I don't really want to put the... a little after the, that, I think, but yeah. It was, yeah. I don't even want to put the plumes in that category because that seems more like a... Um, that's interesting because of its price, you know? Like, it's uh-huh. it's serving that function of, like, here's a boutique pedal company making an overdrive that, like, anyone can use and get. They sell they sell them at Guitar Center and stuff. And it's 100 yeah. bucks. Like, that is a that eliminates a barrier to entry to this whole realm, Which and I'm into that. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. thing, however, is like if if someone who's not familiar with overdrive pedals, who's not familiar with tube screamers, and thinks like, "Well, this one's got a bunch of tube screamers in it. I should get that one." Like it's it seems a little. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's not, it's not preying on those people, but it's it feels kind of like, um, who is this for? Who is this in service of? Oh, oh, I don't know the the. <laughs> The person who's a JHS fan, I mean that, or a Tube Screamer fan, but the the customer avatar that JHS targets, I think this is this is perfect for that person. I'm just thinking, yeah. like, I, I don't mind a Tube Screamer. I don't own one currently, mm. but like, I they're cool. They do their thing. They're great in front of a high gain amp, all that stuff, right? Um, I don't really think if I had this on my board, I would turn that that bottom right knob. I'd find the one I liked and left it there. Yeah. This is a this is a, a studio tool. Could be that. Yep. Yeah, uh, chat was mentioning that it feels like a studio pedal for sure. I would yeah, agree with that. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, thanks, Pedal Genie. Uh, I yeah, I got to send you a note about this. This is the second, the only, the second time I've ever had an issue with a pedal. I've had one issue that I can recall, um, which is saying a lot. We've been doing this show for eight yeah. years. Like that's we what just I mean. yeah. we passed yeah. our eighth birthday and kind of didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Whoops! Whoopies. Yeah. So yeah, that that's that's the thing. That's that's important to point out. Yeah, you you old fucks, dude. You don't <laughs> even know. 
<laughs> okay. Um, let's uh, let's go on then. Here, uh, here we go. What is this? I think it's one of mine. This must be on your drop A guitar, right? It has to be, yeah. It's some or whatever it is. Yeah. It's a down-tuned. Some crazy distortion pedal, but it also sounded weirdly doubled and stuff. I don't know. Uh, that's the sick as. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I thought that was I funny. It. I was going through them today and I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. this doing, some, doing some cuts, man. I, there's, there's so many that we used for so long. I was like, oh, that's the this or that's the that. Yeah. And now like, God, we've been doing this for long enough that I truly don't remember them. And I'm, I'm, I have like a slightly different system for putting them in the show now. So I'm trying to like pick out ones that I haven't heard. And, mm. um, I need to go through and, and kind of like recatalog at some point. Cause there's a, there's a bunch of really old stuff that, um, for some reason, originally they were split left and right files. Uh, my pro tool session used to be using them as split left and right files. And it was like mm. for the first few years. And so I have a bunch of pedal demos that are, the left and right versions are separate files. So I can't use that anymore. I need to go in and mix them down into a single stereo file to be able to use them. Hmm. Um, so I can't. So there's a whole set of stuff that I can't play until I go through and do that that's really old cuts. <laughs> so Those would be like um, Pod Farm era. Uh, probably. probably. Um, I, I don't remember what caused the change for me to start using interleaved files or not. Um, mm. But at some point, at some point that changed. Anyway, uh, next up yeah. from Boss, it's yeah. this fucking thing. This fucking thing. And what came in the chat today and Andrew was all like, oh, you're going to talk about this in your stupid podcast? Like, you know what? I am. Yeah. Take yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, you idiot. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> it's the IR200 from Boss. Okay, my, my bullet point says, Boss has entered the fray. <laughs> <laughs> Here's um, Boss's hat. <laughs> yeah, this is, to me, seems like a direct competitor to things like the Strymon Iridium or the Walrus Audio ACS-1. Uh, I'm not going to put it in the camp of HX Stomp or Neural DSP no. or anything like that because it's not doing yeah. effects. It's doing amps and cabs, and it's an IR loader as well. So, so, so it's in, uh, um, with, um, the Oxbox, the U- universal audio has basically as this, right? Cause a there's, little bit. there's just it's two not, effects and stuff. Right. But it's not, um, it's not taking the line from your amp. It's not the, um, load box of that. It's, um, it's, oh, an is amp Oxbox and, not an amp. I thought Oxbox was an amp. It is a load box for it's you just to plug in. Your, oh. But with, with speaker emulation, it's with got UAs, stuff in it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and yeah, other things. Right. So, so different. yes, it's coming in late. The chat's being like, oh my God, like finally. So there's a thing about this though, that I think is, is <laughs> really important and is, is worth, it, it makes it more valuable to me. Cause I was like, okay. great, whatever. Somebody's got another IR letter. Who cares? Okay. So 128 user IR slots with support for mono or stereo. Neat. Yeah. Iridium can't do that as far as I know. 
Um, and stuff like that also is preloaded with its own, like here's amp one, two, three, here's cab ABC, and you can mix and match those. And that's kind of it. Uh, many of them you can also load in some of your own IRs if you want, but still that, that it, it mostly seems tied to what is in the box. Um, sure. I do think now, now that I think about, it, I think Iridium, um, Eric in the chat has one. I think it does have stereo out, but anyway, uh, 144 boss IRs and 10 IRs from Celestion. Okay. Cool. So it just yep. includes some Celestion IRs. It's got eight guitar amps and three bass amps. So bass amps are not a thing that we've seen on these other IR oh, type okay. pedals. It can it run be. two. It can run two IRs at once in mono or stereo. That is a big deal, I think. Because these other ones can't do that kind of shit unless you're so getting two, into two in mono means you're mixing them. Yeah. Okay. Which so is like what I've been doing. A, yeah. Which is what I've been doing a lot in Helix, and it's really cool. It, it's mm-hmm. an awesome way to experiment with IRs. So you can do that now in this pedal, and things like ACS One don't enable that. So. Oh wait, maybe ACS one does. Whatever, I shouldn't be speaking about it in such absolutes. But my point is, it's very, <laughs> very cool. So um, it's got an ambience knob, which, as far as I can tell, seems to be different types of reverb. They're like plate, hall, room, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then there's an effects loop with mono send and stereo return, which is selectable to be pre cab or post EQ. Okay. And I think that is kind of a huge deal. So to have an effects loop on this kind of thing makes yeah. it, it, it's bridging that gap even more. It's closing, closing the that, loop on okay, this. Okay. So, so, to speak, so if you, know? you used uh, an effects loop, if you, if an effects loop was part of your setup uh, and you needed to go into a load box or, or uh, this, this isn't just replacing a load box. It's replacing an amp as well. It's replacing an amp and a cab and it includes the effects loop right. for such a thing. So. Cause you, yes. that would be pulled out of your setup if you were to like make that switch. Right. So Sean is saying like uh, HX Stomp. Yes, totally agree. Um, different side of things though, right? The, the HX Stomp has all the effects as well, all of the other craziness that Helix can do. Right. This is this is more affordable than that. It's $399 and it's got the USB thing. It's it said on the website like it can do some shit for streaming. Like they mentioned like Twitch streaming and stuff in this video. If you scroll down actually on this okay. page, there's a very interesting diagram uh, where is that tiger? Here we go. Oh, yeah. So you can kind of see, like, this is like the internal signal path routing. I'm going to pull this up on my own screen so I can see it big. Okay. Um, huh. But you can see this, like, cabinet AB thing. You can see the send and return stuff. Um, I like this product. I, I'm not going to buy it, but I think this is, like, such a... <laughs> this is an interesting thing that we kind of needed in the space that I didn't realize we needed until it came out today. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Eric Uh, says he got the Iridium because it's a very simple setup. Totally agree. ACS one is in the same camp. This thing is far more like programmable and customizable and you can use the foot switches and stuff to change like, you know, banks and and presets mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So if you're into that and you, and you want to have varying rigs and things like that, this is more your speed. Oh, look at this all boss board right here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. I guess like for streaming, I guess what they're talking about is, I mean, it's an it's a USB interface. Yeah. So if you're doing, yeah, so if you're doing Twitch streaming of music, um, then this 
this would be your instrument path. Yeah. Right. And then, and, and it would, you know, you'd skip the mixer. You'd have this as your audio device for that. That's yeah. Okay. Okay. But I mean, any, any USB device is that, but sure. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's eliminating a box from your desk, I guess. But um, so the thing that I think is cool is is really the effects loop because if you're using the amps for distortion, but you mm-hmm. want time based stuff, a lot of these um, IR loader type amp pedal things don't allow you to really do that, right? You can't right. put your because your stuff would kind of run into the front of it, and this would be the last thing before you go to front of house or to headphones or to mm-hmm. an FRFR or something like that. With the the mono out and the stereo return, like you can do some kind of more like traditional air quotes signal routing. I guess I just right. I saw that I was like, this is the thing. Like what you're yeah. doing in the real world. The, yeah. This that was the feature. I was like, well, this is why it matters, right? Mm-hmm. It's because at first, like I said, oh great, another another thing, another like boss is just kind of getting yeah, into yeah. space. That's fine. That kind of stuff though, and the, and the running the dual IRs and stuff. That's Awesome. I, I like those those kinds of features. Yeah, it is. It is funny how it it kind of clouds like the the discussion that's going on right now. I can I almost can't follow. It's all whizzing by too fast. Uh, but clearly, there's some dissension. Some people think it's okay. Some people think it's incredibly stupid. Well, so Eric says I think as a group right now we're proving that both options need to be here. Right, right. Yeah, and exactly. That's a, that's a much better way of saying what I think I was trying to say. It's like it kind of clouds the marketplace in a sense, mm-hmm. but there's there are people for whom this is the thing. It's like, well, man, I really can't use a load box the right I, – I can't use that thing. won't work with my setup because I wanted to use this effects loop in a certain way that doesn't work with Iridium or, or whatever it was. Yeah. And then or, – or like – uh, somebody said earlier, Doug, um, you know, to, just to take load off of your Helix. So like if you had like an HX Stomp, if you have like kind of a a low block count Helix, mm-hmm. then this is suppl- this can become supplemental. You know, you can put some of the things on there and then have way more effects going on in Helix. The thing yeah. that this, this job, this uh, IR200 doesn't do. So, um, yeah. So... It's cool. I think, I don't know if Boss is going to touch into like the full signal processing stuff. Like if they were to make a an IR400 or something that has effects and has other things like a Helix type product, I kind of think they should stay in this space. But yeah, so not do the, like Kashan saying, this is going to, this is too limited and this product segment is going to die. I don't think it's going to. I think this is the thing. That that because closes the gap for aren't going to monolithically all become digital all of a sudden. I mean, you know what I mean. There's a, that, that's what it comes yeah. down to, right? It's not like we're all on a path that's leading to the same point. This is what happened to me with Helix. Like I got it as like kind of an experimental. Like I love how it sounds and what the cool things you can do with it. And nobody, yeah. I wasn't expecting to one day like. Uh, screw it. I'm going all digital. I'm never going to own a tube. Like that was not my goal. And then slowly things start to replace, right? Slowly little pieces. It's like how many days of the week do you not feel like turning on the tube amp or carrying it around? Carrying it around. Right. Carrying it around. So, yeah. 
I just said well, to, I was talking this to somebody today. Causing, causing a shitload of fights right now. <laughs> yeah, people are fired up. I was talking to Eric today and I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure about my AC30. Mm-hmm. It sounds cool. I like it. But you said it needs work. It needs some work, which is not the end of the world. But it's also kind of like. But it is sure as hell going to be an impediment if you're sitting there going, should I even turn it on? Because yeah, like doing it's, just it's, fine over here. It works, right? So it makes loud noises. Okay. It just, it's got a little broken, like the, the reverb tank has a broken wire. So it's intermittent. The pots are all scratchy. Something in yeah. it is rattling, like stuff like that. It's not, I could oh, still okay. play a show with it. It's totally fine. But that stuff is far more pronounced when I'm playing at home, you know, yeah, alone, right. not in a band be. setting. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, it does respond and feel different than Helix, but that's, that's not a big deal for me right now. And so I'm thinking, Practically speaking, you know, giant, well, big 212 combo in a road case. Really, like, what's the practical usage of this moving forward? I will probably always own a tube amp. You know, I'm just thinking of other smaller options and things. Anyway, the digression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, big digression. This thing is cool, though, I think. And, and this line, what I don't know what Boss calls this product line, but the pedals that are this shape. Oh, yeah, like, um, so there's another one here on the... Yeah. DD200 must be a delay. Must be a delay. These things, because I tried something from them. I think I tried a f- th- the bigger one, the oh, reverb yeah. one. They're good. They're really good. Yeah. They, these is, this is not the compact stomp box line. This is not the, the BD2, right? This is not mm-hmm. the DS1. It's not even the BD2W. Sure shit isn't the BD2W. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, this is sort of a different realm for Boss. It's like... Not a pro line. I don't. I don't know what you want to call it, but you know, this stuff's good. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Um, and did we mention the price? Sorry, it's four hundred bucks. It's four hundred dollars, which puts it two thirds the cost of a HX stomp, right? Yeah, so another two hundred bucks, you got an HX yeah. stomp. It it sure does make the HX stomp seem really attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. Does HX Stomp have price. an effects loop? Sure does. Well, yeah. So, so really, this is this is not for somebody who's like doesn't have one of these yet. Yeah. This is. I think Doug's got it. This is like realistically the person who's going to gravitate mostly towards this instead of the kind of extreme value of an HX Stomp is supplemental to one of those devices already. Or, it's like the other. The other side of things, when we were talking about the Omec last week, right? It's the, yeah. the new player, right? It's the stud, the people like, mm-hmm. well, do I need a guitar amp crowd, right? It's that. Do, wait, this is a load box, though. No, it's not a load box. It's, oh, it's, it's not a, a load box. Okay, why did I think no. that I, I thought you said that. It was just me. It was no, just no, me I'm sorry. saying it for no reason. Oxbox is a load box and yeah. cabinet simulator. Right. Which is what we were saying. Um, this okay. is an amp and cabinet simulator, so it does yeah. Yeah, eight guitar amps, three bass amps. Was, yeah, it's awfully small to be a load box. <laughs> yeah. So this could run into a PA, right? You could yeah. have no guitar amp. So I just think there's there's going to be this new generation of guitar players that are going to be this, do I need a guitar amp type crowd, you know? Yeah. And this is this product is for them. Yeah, and then we'll all know. Yeah. Oh, it's one of them. Uh, one, tell, of the, one of them newfangled players. Amp. Yeah. Yeah. But like <laughs> okay. you said, we're not on this like trajectory where as a community we need to decide 
<laughs> well, I, I and I and I'm not um, I'm not trying to pick on Sean, but I feel like he his uh, he was saying that this thing is on a dead end, and I I think that's hard to that's a hard position to justify because like it's a bush. It's like, it's like evolution, right? It's not a, it's not a path. It's, there isn't an ending. It's just things moving in all kinds of different directions. So, right. And I don't believe for a second that boss is going to create something that they haven't done market research on. So you better fucking yeah. believe they know more about how many people are going to buy this than we do. Um, well, for example, I'm, <laughs> I'm very seriously considering the rev D20. <laughs> You're a bush, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're considering a Rev D20? A Rev D20, because it's a tube amp. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's a tube amp with a two-notes torpedo built in. Yeah. And a built-in and you know, load box. You know, if punk rock has taught us anything, two notes is all you need. Fucking right. Root fifth. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so If you can't make a song with two notes... You're fucking up. It's your <laughs> fucking fault. Like, you are the problem in this equation. You yeah. don't have a song if you can't make it with two notes. Sit down and rewrite it. Um, what's that harder. song from uh, Cold War Kids? Hang Me Out to Dry. Two notes. Yeah. Great Fuck song. You. Great song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. saying. Okay. So um, Derek renamed the Tone Control supporters. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> To the royal we. So you may yeah. all have noticed that your role in Discord is now the royal we. So, uh, but we actually, is, is that just the, the the level twos or is that? Yeah, just just supporter okay. plus is now right. the royal we. So supporter <laughs> we, plus is I'm going to be honest, this is, a, this is a great thing about our community. Um, the overwhelming majority of our supporters are supporter plus. Which is great, yeah. or, or the royal we. Mm-hmm. There is literally one <laughs> supporter that is not a supporter plus. Just and we're saying. not saying anything bad about that. <laughs> you, you know who you are. <laughs> I was talking to him. Is. I was talking to him today. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see some naked dudes. Did you just type that so that I would say it? Right here on YouTube. <laughs> no, it's this uh, this Blink One Eighty Two song that Doug linked. Built this pool. It's twelve seconds long. I, it's a very short song, and and the lyrics are, "I want to see some naked dudes. That's why I built this pool." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's gonna do it for the tone control. So I um I had. I had a thing that I wish that I'd been doing for like the last hundred episodes. And I realized <laughs> yeah. that I wish that today. Yeah. So I've, and even though. It, I, Wait, I should you just start it for, start it with number That's 200. what I'm saying. Don't, not oh, now. So, oh, save it. Okay. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Never mind. I'll continue this story later, but it was something I had a realization today and I will save it for episode 200. And so, so the, yeah. from 200 to, to 300, it'll all, it'll be a thing. Yeah. So for uh, our 300th anyway. episode giveaway, our, our care package for 300, <laughs> we got a great joke lined up. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna intentionally start an inside joke four weeks from now. <laughs> we are absolutely the worst people. This is not how to podcast, this everybody. Is unacceptable. Okay. Good. Lord. Uh, nevertheless, uh, for some reason, we have supporters. Uh, to to if you like the show and you want to be one of our 
inexplicable supporters, you can go to patreon.com slash tone control. No, slash the tone control. <laughs> Scrolling up quickly to make sure. Uh, for just a dollar a month, you can be a supporter and we'll thank you on the show just about every week, uh, that we have an episode every week. We have an episode anyway. Uh, yeah. and if, uh, if you want to support, uh, the show with two or more dollars per month, then you join the Royal we, and, uh, you get access to the special place in discord and stuff like that. And if you want a taste of what that feels Sorry. like, you come here on October 28th for episode 200. <laughs> I just noticed the name change for one of our patrons. Let's continue. Oh, okay. Yeah, he got my attention. Very good. All right. So the the patrons uh, – oh, also, by the way, Discord, to find our Discord is discord.io slash tone control. Come and join. It's totally free and fun, and you should definitely be in there for episode 200, which is recording on October 28th, uh, where everybody, regardless of Patreon status, is going to be able to listen in live and heckle us. So – uh, our supporters are Carson Ricketts, Nick Greenwood, Timmy S., Matthew, Matthew Fenslaw, Ryzen Wolf, Jamie Evans, Jeffrey Wright, Doug King, Doug Gann, Righteous Ryan Johnson, and Meoward Stern. Meoward Stern. Meoward Stern. Oh, I get it. I couldn't say yes. it right. Meoward Stern. Thank you all so Wait, much. Wait, no, for your no, 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 no. Keep what? scrolling, Justin. We've also got Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini. Oh, my God. They wrapped around and it yeah. was below the thing. I Andrew was like, Walsh. why is it so short? <laughs> Andrew Walsh from Andrew's Alcove. We lost a ton of patrons. <laughs> from Andrew's Alcove. OG friend of the show, Brian Rizzi. Doug Christ of 37 uh. Effects. Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects. And Brian Gower and Kyle McIntyre of the Tone Jerks Podcast. Thank you all so much for your support. Uh, it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. Um, a reminder, episode 200, throw your address in, in your pledge for Patreon so we can send you some cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, sorry about messing that up. I, <laughs> it, it, it scrolled to the other page of our Google Doc, and my window is so small to make room for all of the shit I have here. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I, you know, I almost said something to you. I was like, no, he'll see it. It's fine. I, I, I don't need it. to micromanage Justin. <laughs> Uh, what's great is the there's a header. We have a header so that we can always see it that has the links that I'm supposed to read out. So you can always see it no matter where you are because it like floats around right at the top of every page. So I literally didn't have to scroll up. It was right there in front of my face earlier. <laughs> and then if I'd stayed down here, I would have. Anyway, um, catastrophes continue. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what to do about that. I don't know. I think we're done. Okay. Yeah, I think we are done. Uh, yeah, put it put a pin in that. Calamity ensues. Uh, oh my god, we didn't do a suggestion of the week. Oh yeah, do you have one? Go quick. Ah, frig. Um, what's on my desk? Crap. <laughs> open your window. Uh, w- open your windows, uh, folks. Open your that, windows. That's my, that's my suggestion out- of the week. <laughs> outdoors, outdoors, really good. Uh, outdoors is great. Uh, open the window and um, open your window. Yeah. Maybe you can hear the neighbor's dog barking like I am right now. And crickets, yay! Bye bye. <laughs>